Hey there, and welcome to Morg Reads His Own Tweets Out Loud. This is my podcast. I'm Morg. I'm going to read some of my tweets out loud. And we're starting with a bit of a doozy. It's um, it's a visual doozy, unfortunately, so to get the full effect, you're going to need to look on my Twitter account, which is, of course, Mr. Underscore Org, O-R-G-U-E. And this one was on the 20th of June. And the tweet says, what is happening here? And it's actually a re post of an ad that I saw on my Facebook feed from a online shopping place called Wish. And the image is a close-up of a pair of men's underwear being worn, and it appears that there is steam venting out of the front of the crotch region. It's pretty bizarre. It's pretty bizarre, and it sparked a lot of conversation on Facebook and here on Twitter, um, as people came up with their own theories about what was actually happening in there. Um, Simon Carrier suggested it was a dick sneeze. Uh, Kirsten suggested it was a front fart. And Phil thought it was a crotch-mounted salt shaker. For my part, I added that I think it's probably something to do with vaping, but... Unfortunately, Jared Baker suggested something that led to a follow-up tweet from me. I'm so angry right now that steam is venting out the front of my dick shaft. Sorry, Mum. But that's pretty much what it looks like. Anyway, to fully enjoy that tweet, you obviously need to look at that amazing picture. Check it out, and then you'll have to scrub your brain a little bit, just the way we all scrubbed our brains earlier in the week. Much healthier tweet followed up from that. This next tweet was on the 21st of June. Put that Unity Books Wellington voucher from Twittymar to good use today. And there's a photo showing two books that I picked up from Unity Books Wellington. One of them is The New Zealand Wars from Vincent O'Malley, and the other is The Grief Almanac, a sequel by Vanamanasiadis. And um, I'm really excited to get both of these books. The New Zealand Wars is a pretty amazing and intense part of New Zealand's history that is quite poorly understood, not least by me. There's been a lot of work done on it over the past few decades, but this book seems like it's going to set a new standard and is driving conversation about who we are in this country in some really interesting ways. So I'm very keen to sit down and dive really deep into that one. And Vana, Vana's a friend. Um, and her book, The Grief Almanac, is a combination of poetry and prose, and I don't know terribly much about it, but I'm sure it's going to be really amazing. It was published by Serif Press, who um, is Helen Rickaby, another friend, um, doing just amazing, beautiful little little books. And um, yeah, it's just there's just nothing quite like the joy of having a beautiful book. So I've got two of them, and that was all thanks to a lovely birthday gift from Mari. Thank you, Mari. All right, Sunday, I tweeted about the Sunday Horrors film, as I always do. This evening's horror film was Creepshow 2. Join us watching it, because it's on YouTube, and you can still watch it, because it's on YouTube. Um, yeah, that's an interesting one. It's a very, very 80s film. It's an anthology. Um, it's kind of silly and over the top with that EC Comics tone where bad people get their comeuppance, but not before they wreak some havoc along the way. Um, unfortunately, like a lot of 80s films, it, it is afflicted with the, uh, 
disease of portraying sexual assault as a way of getting some cheap titillation on the screen or sometimes even for laughs there's a, a lot of that stuff that goes on in 80s and 70s films in general and horror films in particular which is a bit of a speed bump um thankfully we've moved on from that in the world a little bit but yeah when you when you dive into horror films you need to come to terms with the fact that there will be moments where you cringe I don't think that's a strong ding against the film. There's some really interesting stuff in it and some good material, as long as you can forgive those unfortunate missteps. Um, there's a lot of joy to be had from that one. So Creepshow 2 is well worth a look. Well worth a look. Okay, 24th of June, um, I shared a bud Budfeed BuzzFeed news tweet about Ravelry, the popular knitting site banning content supporting Trump and his administration, and I um, commented on my retweet, more badassery from the most badass forum on the internets. And Ravelry is a pretty amazing forum. I've been very impressed with it for a very long time. Um, I, the online forum I've spent the most time on over the years is RPGNet. I haven't really been a regular there for a very long time, but um, they were also mentioned in that in that article because they were the um, originators of the anti-Trump policy that Ravelry adopted. Um, there's actually a lot of crossover, I think, between the RPG Net crowd and the Ravelry crowd. Um, yeah, Ravelry um, has impressed me hugely over the years with what I've heard about how they have moderated themselves and organized themselves and the the tone and tenor of conversation there as the internet has moved away from forums over the years it's been a strong holdout showing the value of a good moderated environment and this is i think a really strong example of some of the benefit they can get from that um yeah good stuff revelry well done not unrelated to that also on the 24th of june i tweeted that i think there are more people being wrong on the internet than there used to be do I really believe that? Meh. Yeah. There are certainly more fake people being wrong on the internet than there used to be. Um, my follow-up tweeted after Joe Murphy replied, Not true. I think there are more people being wrong on the internet now than have ever been alive. Which kind of sounds more true than the first statement, which probably tells you something about the state of the internet today. Posted on the 25th of June, can we talk about how amazing local libraries are. I spent an hour at the library this afternoon looking up some heritage data and it was just amazing. Libraries! You walk in off the street and people help you do obscure things. I love libraries. And then I did something I don't normally do on Twitter. I did a poll. The two options were, I mean libraries, right? And libraries! Libraries! 33 votes were cast in my 24-hour poll. And it came out pretty strongly two to one in favour of libraries, libraries. People like libraries, and they should. Libraries are amazing. Absolutely amazing. The service that I received was was just out of this world, and I had some real obscure questions answered really swiftly and easily by people who knew their stuff and were happy to help. It's an incredible resource, and we should never take it for granted, because all around the world uh, there are places who have had pretty robust library systems where those systems are being run down and disestablished and um, it's something that we need to fight pretty hard against even the, the edge of that happening here. Basketball tonight was a very satisfying win but my face collided with someone's arm and I have a fat lip. 
Lips are not meant to be fat. It is quite disconcerting. I don't know why I felt like posting that. I think I was a bit bothered by my lip at that moment. When you have a fat lip, it, it just, it's a very annoying thing. You can just feel it being annoying there. And it's not even a very impressive injury. As I, I actually put a photo of it on Facebook after being requested by my sister, and it just looks like I've splotched a bit of lipstick on my lip. So I don't think it's a terribly impressive scar. But um, I know that it represents me working very hard and uh, getting a pretty good win in a game of basketball, which as an old man is a very satisfying thing to do. Alright, another retweet. I retweeted the little talk radio interview with Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson, Tory leadership contender, quite likely to be the new Prime Minister of Britain very shortly. Boris Johnson describing how his hobby is making cardboard buses. He's obviously just making it all up as he goes along. It's quite ridiculous. Um, as James Melville said in the tweet I was quoting, this is beyond surreal. And my comment said, in this utter failure to appear human, Boris Johnson offers more evidence David Icke was right all along. 22 people liked that tweet and it got a few retweets as well. People who know about David Icke will get their reference. David Icke is a former footballer in the UK who is an adherent of a conspiracy theory that lizard people have infiltrated the ruling classes of the earth. And, um, yeah, Boris Johnson making up his story about making buses out of cardboard is not going to help people who are trying to convince anyone that he's not a lizard. It looks very much like someone trying to imagine what humans do for fun and making a pretty bad fist of describing it. I followed that up with another tweet. Boris is one of the class of politicians who saw those stunts where a dog runs for office and almost wins, and intuited the correct lesson is to be more like the dog. Poor Boris. That was in reply to a tweet by Kane Cameron. Kane Cameron saying, It is lamentably hard to argue with success whatever he's doing. It's what needs to be done for victory. And I'll strongly underline that word lamentably. It's very, very lamentable, the state of things over in the UK. My sympathies, fans of this podcast who are over there, I'm sorry for what you are going through. One more tweet. And this was in reply to a request from James McMenamin. James said, Can you please tweet about what podcasts you're listening to lately so I can hear you read out loud about podcasts on your podcast where you read your tweets out loud? Also, I'd like to know. Thanks in advance. And then an emoji of the sunglasses emoji. Sunglasses one. It's pretty cool. It's because I'm cool. My reply? All right, buckle in. I'm uh, boringly predictable. And then I linked a whole bunch of podcasts. Hello Buglers, which is the Bugle podcast, which is a comedic podcast about um, politics, really. Politics in the UK and the US in particular, but also other places around the world. Um, it's been a real lifeline for me over the last decade and a half as the world has spun progressively further out of control. Um, also the Wittertainment podcast. Wittertainment is uh, Kermode and Mayo's film reviews from the BBC. And that's a great, great podcast about films, but also it's just a showcase of two middle-aged men um, bickering. And that bickering is, is life-enhancing, absolutely life-enhancing. Harmontown, uh, Dan Harmon is a really interesting storyteller, 
and um, he kind of assembles a interesting bunch of people around himself for this podcast. Jeff Davis, who's an amazing improviser, and um, and others, other regular guests, and they uh, put together a, a fun little podcast that's really just Dan standing on stage with whoever's with him and talking about whatever comes into his head and somehow they spin an hour and a half out of it every every week and it's um it's also really good sometimes it's you know it has its tedious moments but it also has its moments of surprising insight and grace and i do recommend that one this american life of course you've heard of that one one of the most important podcasts in the world um it's very insightful journalism and great to listen to how did this get made is the only bad movie podcast you ever need to listen to that makes me laugh and laugh and laugh and mortified Mortified is maybe a less well-known podcast. It's people reading their adolescent journals on stage. And um, it is absolutely hilarious and sometimes deeply, deeply moving. Really strongly recommend that one. If you dig into Mortified, you will find a treasure trove of good, good stuff. Speaking of dipping into, I also listed some podcasts that I don't listen to every single episode. Um, like the JV Club podcast, which is Janet Varney talking to interesting people. The Mabim Bam, My Brother, My Brother and Me podcast, which is three brothers talking about stuff and the guys are being an advice show. It's a comedy show. It's good fun. And uh, NPR's Invisibilia, which is looking at some of the hidden stuff that our brains do that guide our behavior, which is obviously me being a psychology person, a big, big area of interest for me. And then I called out specifically that I have special love for Boners of the Heart and Radio New Zealand's Bang. Boners of the Heart is uh, Alice Sneddon and Rose Matafeo, who are New Zealand comedians, and they are absolutely hilarious. Nominally, they get on to talk about um, men that they think are attractive, but conversation is very wide-ranging from there. And RNZ's Bang is just a really upfront and insightful and kind show. Uh, about sex and sexuality, which um, is something that really, uh, I think, thrives in the podcast format where you can you can hear some really disarming material that people are sharing about their lives. And it's um, very, yeah, it's, it's really insightful and life affirming. And also I listen to some game and comic podcasts like Sofa Geddon's uh, Beyond the Sofa and um, Shut Up shows that's uh, shut up and sh- shut up and sit down, a uh, board game podcast, which are great listens as well if you're into that sort of thing. So that's the list of podcasts that I listen to there, and I don't know that my podcast fits in particularly well alongside all of them. I guess if there's any common thread in there, it's uh, it's that I like to listen to. I like to listen to kindness. I like to hear kindness and I like to hear insight. I like to hear people sharing things about themselves. And I like kind of a gentle tone. I'm not into big confrontation. I'm not into uh, hardcore politics. I'm not into... I'm really not into using podcasts to um, kind of expand my brain into deep and complex philosophical subjects i've i've tried some of that stuff in the past and it's quite good but the role of a podcast in my life and in my day is to kind of ground me and make me feel connected to other human beings in a more gentle way i think as i said before the world has been 
speeding up and spinning into greater and greater layers of chaos and intensity out there, the global conversation driven by um, kind of hyped up online rage is just at such a fever pitch at the moment. It's nice to have podcasts as a source of relief, as a way to remember that the world is made up of people and people are endlessly interesting and endlessly special and um yeah this ridiculous little podcast maybe in its own tiny way will make you feel a little bit connected to another human being namely namely me i am human and as i said before you can find me on twitter at mr underscore underscore org mr underscore o-r-g-u-e i am morg these have been my tweets i have read them out loud now one last thing to do do, 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 do. my tweet of the week obviously it's the one with the undies it's the undie tweet see you later <laughs>